From the heartland of America, focused on God, family, and country, the mouthpiece of the Midwest, this is Dale Carter's America. We're at Clay Como Shooters on 69 Highway. They are a brand new sponsor to Dale Carter's America. Herb from Clay Como Shooters is here, and we've been talking a little bit about firearms in terms of uh, personal security. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as we've said on the podcast many times, Kurt is a gun guy. I'm a big supporter of the Second Amendment, but I'm not really a gun guy. I'm always afraid I'm going to get hurt with my own gun, right? right? But I go to work in Westport every day at like 2.30, 2.45 in the morning, and there are some unsavory characters there. So with that as a baseline, where do you start a guy like me? We're going to start. We're going to start really basic with you. We're going to try to. The first thing we're going to do is try to fit fit a gun to you that works for you, that's um, fits you recoil wise, fits you grip size. If you're going to carry concealed, if you're just going to have it for home protection, we go through all those things. What, let's, let me stop you there. What do you recommend on that? Because um, I carry a canvas bag with me that's got my stuff in it for mm -hmm. the day. Um, is that a better option than carrying it like? No. Okay. Never, because you, at that point, you're responsible for that firearm, no matter what. So you're going to carry it off your person. That bag has to be with you 24-7. Okay. Okay? You can't leave it here. You can't leave it there. We, it's like women with purses. Unless they're going to have the purse with them the entire time, you have to control that firearm. You have to be responsible for that. So we encourage to carry on your person. Concealed. We don't like open carry. Uh, uh, Missouri is an open carry state. However, uh, once you walk in the quick trip and uh, I'm the bad guy and you're carrying a gun open carry, who's the first guy to die? Yeah. You. Exactly. Right? Now I have two <laughs> guns. So we don't encourage that right, at all. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to carry it on my, and you see how I dress for work. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I'm in the radio business, so I'm wearing a t-shirt and shorts right? and all that. Where am I going to put a gun on this? Well, you're left-handed, so we're going to start, we're going to start probably with an appendix carry. If you're wearing shorts, it's going to be a little bit different. We have a... Uh, an apparatus called a strapped. It's like a, a belly belly band, but you actually put a holster, whatever gun fits a holster, in that, and it holds it. So like when I wear shorts, that's what I wear. Okay. Because you don't have a belt on your shorts usually to hold your stuff up. Yeah. Uh, that's where I would go with that. All right. So as we talk about what kind of a <clears throat> firearm we're talking about, I'm just looking for something that's going to protect me because I've got kids and grandkids mm -hmm. and I want to get home to them. Mm -hmm. So bad guy approaches me in the parking garage in Westport, and I feel like my life is threatened. What do I need to stop that threat? First of all, you need to be verbal. When we teach in our in uh, our CCW classes, our CCW2 classes, in our DSF, which is Defensive Shooting Fundamentals, and that's later. That's We progress through your firearms journey. Uh, <clears throat> commands. You know, if you feel, if you get to the point where you feel threatened that you have to act, the first thing that you want to do is stop, stay away from me. If he keeps coming, you can draw the pistol, you can point the pistol at him, until it's an actual threat, you can't pull that trigger. Okay. Until you actually feel that, feel that if you do do not, you could your life could be lost. Do you state, you know, I feel like you're threatening me and I am armed? Well, you're going to yell as loud as you can, first of all, because you want everybody else around you to hear you. Yeah. What's going on? You're not going to use profanity. You're not going to use that. You're just going to yell, stop, stop, don't make me shoot you. Don't make me shoot you. Stay away from me. Stay away from me. And when it comes to the, you know, the point of no return, you're going to have to stop that threat. Yeah. We don't shoot to kill, we shoot to stop the threat. Yeah. I think I told you my stepfather was a policeman mm -hmm. in Indiana and he served for like 25 years and never had to shoot his gun. That's awesome. Yeah. 
and that would be my goal mm -hmm. is to get to Westport every day through the rest of my career and never shoot anybody. Well, and some of the training that you're going to get into later, we're going to talk about situation awareness. Don't put yourself in that spot. You know, where are you walking when you're going to the parking garage? You're walking on the dark side or you're walking down where the lights are at? Are you looking around the pillars? Are you looking around cars? You got to, your head has to Trust be on me. a swivel. Exactly. Head on a swivel. Your head has to be on a swivel <laughs> to protect yourself. That's yeah. that's basic 101. All right. So we're, we're going to get into the, the guns, what fits me best, and, and what you know how we're going to do this. Right? All right. We'll go back down here to the Sig Sauer case. Come on down. We're going to fit you one. Uh, we're big. Yeah, we're uh, we're big we're big Sig Sauer guys here. Most of us carry those. Open we now we do open carry in the shop for psychological deterrent. Okay, that's why we. I get that. anybody that leaves here, we go we go to concealed. Carry. By the way, I saw that you got a sign on the door that says if you smell like weed, don't come in. <laughs> yeah. Which Jim Dingman, another one of our great sponsors at Funhouse Pizza, mm -hmm. he would love that because yeah. he hates that. Yeah, we uh, it's it was a problem. When we first opened, we didn't have a sign up. It was daily. You know, it's the, the state of Missouri is legal for right. for for marijuana now. But the federal government is not, so you can't buy a buy a firearm if you're addicted or a casual user of marijuana. That's comforting. Well, we don't we don't, we don't want you in the we don't want yeah. you in the store. Right. Um, so we did we ask yeah. them to leave. So once we put the sign, we still get a stray or two that comes in. Uh -huh. You know, they're stoned already. And, right. Dude, you know, like no, we're not. You have to. Dingman's got another sign you might want. Uh, pull your damn pants up. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a rough one too. <laughs> All right, where are we going, sir? Okay, this is Sig Sauer P365X Macro Tac Ops. Okay. It's a 17-round magazine, so one in the chamber would be 18. Uh, like we talked before, anytime you pick a firearm, the most important part are the basic firearms rules. First thing is all guns are always loaded, no matter what. If this gun's sitting here and I know it's clear, you kind of know it's clear, but it's loaded. Right. So we're going to treat it up. Second, after the, after that, you're all, when you do pick the firearm, you want to point it in a safe direction, away Got from it. people. Basically, what we teach in our classes is where the wall meets the floor, that's where that muzzle needs to be pointed because that's where all the structure for your house, joists, uh, floorboards, all that good stuff. So it, you do have a negligent. There's no such thing as an accidental discharge. Okay. It's a negligent. You put your finger on the trigger, pull the trigger where you're not supposed to do. So number two is always point the weapon in a safe direction. Number three is keep your finger off the trigger and outside the trigger guard until you are on target, ready to destroy whatever, whatever it is. Number four is be sure of your target and what's beyond. You know. Let's go to the, the movie movie shooting the movie theater shooting in Colorado. Right. That guy stood up. It's dark. People are running everywhere. You you're not going to have that shot. Okay. So, then the, from that point, once we know the gun's cleared, take take your magazine out so the ammo source is gone. Okay. You're going to work this action several times to let you know that there's no ammo in it. You're going to lock the slide to the rear while it's pointing in a safe direction. You're going to visually and physically inspect that chamber. Okay. Okay, but yeah. there's nothing in there. Nope. You're gonna look down your magazine well. Right. You wanna make sure all the holes are covered. Gotcha. And now we're gonna fit the gun to you. Okay, and left hand. You said you're a lefty, a southpaw. Yep, yep, yep. So we want the web of that hand as high up as you can get into here. Okay. Finger off the trigger. Right. Uh, we talked about this earlier. Recoil's like water. It'll always take the path of least resistance. So we wanna be able to cover this. So we're gonna treat this like a puzzle. Okay. So that's a puzzle, and you're a kid, you did puzzles. Right. There's your puzzle piece. Okay. So this part of your hand fits in that void, just like a puzzle. Okay, got it. Now you want three fingers on, underneath, okay. four fingers here. So we call this a three, four, two thumbs up grip. Okay, Okay. got it. Those thumbs up, you don't have to worry about that slide. That slide will never touch your thumbs when it goes back and forth. So now, we're okay. gonna, that's your grip. Now we're going to talk about your stance. I want okay. your feet shoulder width apart. Relax your knees. 
Lock your elbows up over the top. Okay. All right. Your your left eye, left eye dominant. Right. So I want you to, if you can, I want you to keep both of your eyes open. Your dominant eye is going to take over no matter what. Okay. The reason we do that, go ahead and shut your right eye. Nothing oh. from your peripheral vision. We want to keep this over here because you have a threat. Gotcha. All right. So always keep those eyes open. If I you see can. the guy in the red shirt. Yep. Exactly what you want. <laughs> and he's probably a bad guy. To well, be honest with you. That's what they do at Star Trek. Okay. So now we've, we've covered we've covered grip stance. Yep. Now we're going to talk about side alignment. So I want you to line those sights up. You okay. want equal height. So this goes in here. So it's equal height. So it's all the way across. Got and it. Equal light on each side. Equal height. Yep. Equal light. Yep. I want you to touch the trigger. Okay. Final side adjustments. Okay. Press the trigger to the rear. Awesome. That's it. As soon as the threat's over, what do we do? Finger off the trigger. Finger off the trigger. Bring it back to your ready. Straight back in. Always have the gun pointed downrange, and you're going to check your six, which is going to check behind you, because 70% of the time, there's usually additional bad guys. And you're going to have tunnel vision at this time, because you just heightened everything. Your adrenaline's going through the roof. Yeah. All this is happening. I may have had a stroke. Right, you could have had a stroke <laughs> by that point. But you're going to have tunnel vision. So yeah. you want to snap yourself out of that. That's why we treat, tr uh, train from the very beginning, your very first time. If you're an 85-year-old woman upstairs, we do it exactly the same as we do for a 21-year-old. You come out, you come back, as soon as you, the threat is over. Gun comes back when the threat is over, fingers off the trigger, you're going to look behind yourself. All the way around. Check 360 degrees. We do that to get you out of that tunnel vision. Yeah. Snap you out of that because yeah. you're going to be focused on that bad guy. Yeah. So b before we go to the range, um, training is obviously going to be a big part of this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. How many sessions before somebody like me who's a neophyte at this would feel comfortable? Well, actually, you know, most people do two or three private lessons before they move on to, like, the CCW class or, you know, you have to do CCW before you get to the CCW2. Uh, the Missouri doesn't require a whole lot as far as their CCW. It's really basic. You're going to shoot 20 rounds at seven seven yards, which is 21 feet, and you have to have 15 of those 20 yeah. and a target that's this big. It's relatively easy. Uh, is the CCW required? I thought Missouri was a constitutional. <clears throat> Missouri is a state. constitutional state, but you can't leave the state. So let's say you and I go to the Walmart, mm -hmm. okay? And the Walmart has an 11 by 14 inch sign with one inch letters that says no no firearms. And we go in there, and you're, you're carrying, and I'm carrying. I have a permit, and you don't. Only one of us is going to jail that day. Hmm. Because with the permit, they can simply ask you to leave. Okay. Now, you're not supposed to be in there. Don't be in there. Right? Let's, let's follow the law like right, it's supposed, right, right. supposed to be done. But that's one of the benefits to having the CCW and being legal. Uh, Missouri doesn't require any training after that. None. So you have the CCW for five years. You simply go to the county that you live in. Pay another fifty dollars and it's good for another five years with no training required. Awful. A bad idea. Bad, bad, bad idea. idea. So we encourage people when you start your firearms journey that you know it's a perishable skill. You played sports in school? Yes. What'd you do? What'd you play? Football, wrestling. Football. Okay, wrestling. So you and I got down on the thing, were you gonna be as good as you were there? Because you haven't practiced any since then. I don't know. I, I have some anger issues right. I've acquired as an adult that I didn't have as a high school kid. Right. Could be. Could be, but it's a it's a like well, I'm not taking you on. You it's a it's a perishable skill. Exactly. So and we want this, and because yeah. this has the potential to take someone's life. Right. You right. need to be better than proficient. Right, I get that. Absolutely. And I would want to be. It's, right. a, it's a huge responsibility to yeah. have the power to take someone's life. Yeah. God forbid you ever do that, but if it does, you have to be responsible with this gun. All and right. not just with you, storage of the firearm, sure. where you're going to keep it, if you've got kids That's or grandkids. That's one of my big fears. Exactly right. Yeah. That's your responsibility solely. 
Yeah. So at home, lockbox of some kind, mm -hmm. right? Lockbox, safe. Yeah. Whatever you decide to put it in. Okay. Uh, if you've got little kids around, you actually need a lockbox. You know, you can set it on your bedside table and have the we we sell all kinds of them. They're they're available everywhere. Yeah. They're key. They're fingerprint. Okay. Fob. They got fob ones, so you can yeah. access the weapon pretty quick. All right. Well, that's segment number one. I guess we'll meet you on the range. Solo with the part. There you go. Okay. Okay. I want you to bring this back to the back to your ready. Take this hand, grab the slide just like that. I want you to push with this hand and pull with that hand and let it snap. Go whoop whoop. There you go. Let's snap forward. There, the gun's loaded. Can I do it? Now, get your grip. Okay. Thumb up. Okay. Maybe grip in there. Right, Four, right. three, two thumbs up. Right. Okay. Now lock your elbows. Okay. Lock your elbows. Put it center mass. Not the 10 rings, not center mass. Okay. I want to shoot up here. Okay. Okay. Everything's yep. good to go. I want you to touch the trigger. Bend at the hips just a little bit and take okay. that recoil. Lock your elbows. Okay. Touch the trigger. Okay. Press the trigger. Okay, keep that gun out there. Okay. Okay, now bring the gun back. We call the high compressed ready, okay. right here just like this. Now check your six. Finger off your trigger. There you go, check your other side. Finger off the trigger every time. Okay. Okay, set the gun down. Back in, check your six, finger off your trigger. Not bad, not bad. Well, Kurt's going to be shooting today, and then uh, eventually Dale. This is an HK SP5. It's a civilian version of the MP5. This is semi-automatic, one shot, one pull the trigger. Uh, it has what we call a dual tack stamp. So it's actually a short-barreled rifle, it's registered as a short-barreled rifle, and then also have a 9mm uh, suppressor on it, which also has a tax stand. two holes and one of them's bigger. <laughs> Somebody's a natural. <laughs> Let's put those in the podcast room. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, man. Well, all of the excitement with me, of course, being the better shot, we forgot to record an outro to this week's episode. So thanks to Herb and everybody at Claycomo Shooters, our newest sponsor. You can read all about them at claycomoshooters.com. We're back next week with a brand new episode of Dale Carter's America. The views expressed on Dale Carter's America are Dale's and Kurt Wheeler's. They do not necessarily reflect the views of KFKF or Steel City Media. Comments can be sent to dalecartersamerica at gmail.com. Check back for weekly episodes. Subscribe, spread the word, and give us a five-star review. Thanks for being a part of Dale Carter's America.